Ministry says an engine malfunction in the C-2 cargo plane seems to be the cause. At The Hague. Guilty. Count two. Genocide. Count three. Persecution, a crime against humanity. Former Bosnian Count Serb military commander Ratko Mladic, known as the Butcher of Bosnia, has been found guilty of 10 counts of genocide given a life sentence for war crimes committed during Bosnia's civil war in the 1990s. Uber riders, someone you don't know, could have your personal information. The company just now revealing it was hacked last year. There are reports the company paid the hackers to delete stolen information, but cyber scout's Adam Levin says... The issue when you pay a hacker to go Way, may well be that they don't go away. They take the money, they keep the information, they do whatever they do, they sell the information, and for Uber to say, well, we have no evidence that any of this led to anything, how do they know? A teenage heartthrob is gone. David Cassidy has died of organ failure at the age of 67. Dow down 12 points. This is CBS News. Happy the rescue dog. He was missing hair, stinky, scabby. But I have a vet that I trust, and she recommended Dinovite. Order a 90-day supply of Dinovite for your dog this week. We'll send you a bottle of Super Omega fish oil free. Packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Omega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Try Super Omega fish oil. Free this week at Dinovite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Hiring is important, but finding the right people can be a real challenge. That's why ZipRecruiter is obsessed with finding you qualified candidates fast. ZipRecruiter finds candidates with the right experience and notifies them to apply for your job. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. To try ZipRecruiter for free, just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. And good morning, Brian Barnhart in the DWS Newsroom. 25 degrees now at 9.04 this day before Thanksgiving. Sunny and colder today, Greg says, with a high of 37. Increasingly cloudy tonight, a low of 27. Not as cold tomorrow for Thanksgiving Day. Partly cloudy and a high of 45. Tomorrow night, fair with a low of 31. Windy and turning milder on Friday, sunny and 52. Saturday, 48 high and then 37 for the kickoff, 3 o'clock on Saturday, Illinois and Northwestern. Right now, 904, 25 degrees here at DWS. Jim Turpin's up next on Penny for Your Thoughts. Penny Lane, there is a barber showing photographs. every head is at the pleasure to know. And all the people that come and go, stop and say hello. Good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome to uh, Penny of Your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. As I was telling uh, Dave and Elizabeth, we had a room full of uh, guests uh, yesterday. And today, it's just me and you. going to ask uh, Tom Casey to come in a little bit later and uh, talk about the uh, county board and uh, maybe a little bit about the turkey trot. 
what a big event uh, that has become. You, you planning to do that? We'll have Tom tell you all about it. And uh, in the meantime, we have two hours of open line. Here's how you get on the air in case you're new to the program. Just call 356-9397. We don't screen calls. In other words, we don't ask you uh, what you want to talk about or anything like that. Uh, Ed Bond picks up the phone and he simply says, uh, you want to be on Penny and... uh, like to have your first name so Jim can call you by your first name, and uh, that's all there is to it. Or you can send us a text. The uh, Castle Heating and uh, Cooling text line is 217-351-5357. County Board uh, last night uh, passed a six-month uh, budget that assures only six months of funding for the Champaign County uh, Nursing Home. Still uh, no plans to sell, but I, I believe they're getting closer. Also, in fact, they tried to get a uh, 12-month uh, budget assuring no selling, no layoffs, etc., but th- that didn't work, so it went to six months. We'll have Tom talk more about that uh, when he comes in. This uh, six months uh, budget uh, assures that no layoffs uh, during uh, that period. Uh, time period. That's always uh, one of the things that the people are worried about. They keep putting money into the nursing home. Looks like they're going to have to make cuts um, every place else. Let's see what James has to say. You are first up today, James. What's on your mind? Well, I had uh, three brief comments. Okay. The first first one was on a serious note. Uh, last week's uh, discussion of cell phones and driving. Yes. Well, myself personally, when I'm driving, I keep my cell phone in my left front pocket of my blue jeans, and if for some reason the stupid thing rings, I find a safe place to pull over and park and see what's going on. Yeah, that's that makes sense. And because you do not, it's distracted driving, and I'm tired of people around me when I'm driving. They're driving telephone booths. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's right. Scary, and the uh, law enforcement people uh, talk about the high percentage of accidents that, uh, and even deaths that have been caused by uh, people that were, uh, were doing that, either texting or making a phone call or doing something other than concentrating on their driving. Well, I always concentrate on my driving ahead, and I glance at the rearview mirrors constantly to make sure what's going on. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a safe driver. I had my license back 18 years, no moving violations. Good for you. Okay, that's one thing. What else did you have in your mind? Well, as we most people should know by now, Charles Mills Manson is no longer with us. So that aside, we had a local legend. And now the older people should remember this, and I remember it because I grew up with it because I was 10 years old in 1969. It was a very strange time in 1969 for us Americans. Yes, it was. But our, you know who our local legend was? No. Michael Canyon. Tell me about it. The legend of the Illinois Enema Bandit. Oh, 
Well, I know about got, I, I know about the Enema Bandit, but I didn't remember his name. He got two girls blocked behind my mom and dad's house. Man, it was a scary time. The police were baffled; they couldn't catch the guy, but they finally got him. But oh well. <laughs> What's the third thing? <laughs> well, end of story. You guys have a good holiday and drive safely. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate very much. your call, James. Uh, thank you. The Enema Bandit. Uh, Tom is next. Hi, Tom. How you doing? I remember the Enema Bandit. Uh, got a question. When was the first Thanksgiving, and was it started by the pilgrims that landed at Plymouth Rock? Oh, I don't have any idea. I'll, uh, I can, uh, Ed, Ed will look that up. Yeah, he can, uh, he can Google that pretty fast. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll find out for you. We could ask Lauren. Ask who? You say you could ask Lauren? Is that what he said? I think he is indicating that Lauren must have been around about that time of the first Thanksgiving. <laughs> then again, maybe not. Well, a big story, a headline story, the front page of the paper today, the Big Ten Network agrees to avoid the chief sale of items with uh, the logo ending as well. And as usual, leading the uh, charge is Professor Stephen Kaufman, an emeritus professor at the U of I. Is that what an emeritus professor does? He's not teaching, he's just out doing stuff. Kaufman seems to have plenty of time to to do things, particularly uh, when something has to do with the chief comes up. He has made a career of this. Jim Dye writes that the uh, public is paying for the cover-up. Public officials choose to try to keep public information secret. Take a look at that story this morning. Very interesting. And the uh, Democrats uh, are going after Moore and Franken, but many of them are silent on Clinton. I don't know why. Do you? <laughs> Rush has been on this for a long time. CBS News and NPR have cut ties to Charlie Rose, as you might know. You know, some of these uh, sexual harassment uh, charges uh, are kind of difficult to understand. Uh, at least they haven't uh, played out yet to the point where you know exactly what happened. But in the case of Charlie Rose, these women are talking about him walking around naked in front of them and a few other uh, things. And I have here a just about uh, two paragraphs of a commencement speech that he gave at a college, I believe, Georgetown. And I'm going to read that to you. It's uh, very uh, interesting considering what has uh, happened to Charlie Rose uh, to this point. Saturday Night Live friends are standing up for uh, Franken. And the President Trump says that the NFL may keep teams in the locker rooms during the national anthem next year. 
A lot of people saying, no, that's not what we need to do. We just need to uh, police them otherwise. But I don't know if that's even going to happen. Maybe it's just one of the things they're talking about. And a non-white student has been linked to the racist graffiti inside a school, according to administrators there. The student confessed writing White Lives Matter on a mirror in a girl's bathroom. So this was a non-white student that wrote this. And what uh, would, uh, well, why would uh, a person do that? Well, I don't know. Cause, cause a little trouble, I guess. Hillary Clinton says Obama's record made it hard to run on, quote, agenda of change, and that was a significant problem for her during the 2016 campaign. Hillary has spent about a year now trying to tell people why she lost, and I, for one, wish she would just kind of move on. It's over. wasn't so bad for, uh, you know, couple of weeks afterwards or a month or so, but on and on and on and on. I lost because of this. I lost because of that. I lost because of uh, the other. Email in here from, uh, what's that, Benny? Benny says, uh, good morning, Jim. I hope you and your family have a happy Thanksgiving. And I'll truly miss you and thank you for putting up with me and all my college football and basketball teams. I miss John Gross, but I'm enjoying Brad Underwood. I'll be at the game tonight wearing my orange goal Illini. Danny, we've enjoyed uh, talking to you, and you're a terrific guy, and uh, your interest in uh, college football and basketball is uh, just terrific. Keep up the good work. And uh, you have a bunch of teams that you like. And what's wrong with that? Who says you have to just have one team? No, no, no. You can have as many teams as you want. So just uh, just keep doing it. And uh, let's see. Uh, what an embarrassment the way Hess talks to Representative Rodney Davis uh, today. More of an embarrassment of her ignorance is that Dave Gentry and WDWS lets her act that way. You are turning into such a joke. Wow. And Eric says, I am curious, Jim, have you ever had a deep fried turkey for Thanksgiving? I will, and, uh, It'll be the best-tasting kind you've ever had. Happy Thanksgiving. That is Eric in Champagne. I leave the uh, cooking, and uh, my job is to uh, partake after all these people have done all these work for hours and hours of getting things ready. Uh, Fred is up next. Hi, Fred. Good morning, Jim. Uh, quick question. Have you uh, read anything about this slush fund that the House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate has uh, on uh, these sexual harassment charges? Uh, I don't believe I have. No. Uh, tell me about it. 
it's unbelievable. The United States government has paid out $17 million. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know what you're talking about now. I didn't quite get it. Yeah, go ahead, though. I, I tell you what, I am really against all these guys that are doing all this stuff. But I tell you, when our people that we uh, rely on in our government has their own slush fund, and you and I as taxpayers are paying for this, I think it's absolutely horrible. Well, it is. They get us uh, get us any way they can, don't they? Well, the bad thing about it is they seem to be able to get away with anything they want to because they are uh, in government, and I totally think that's wrong. I don't think they're any better than that Weinstein or Charlie Rose or any of the rest of those guys. Well, they do some... Uh embarrassing things that's for sure if it were me i would be embarrassed uh, to do uh, what some of them do that's right I want yeah, well anyway have a good thanksgiving i just thought i'd bring that up to your listeners if uh, a lot of people didn't know about that yeah i just uh, read uh, briefly about that uh, just maybe a day or so ago but i didn't have any details i'm glad you brought it up fred thank you jim is next hi jim Yes, good morning, Jim. I t- I called yesterday when, when uh, I was talking about the same thing, uh, and uh, uh, Judge uh, McCaskey uh, dismissed me as saying that was fake news. Now, last night, Jonathan Turley is a constitutional attorney at George Washington University, and far from being a Republican. He talked about the settlements that's kept the American people. And, uh, and he's called it using official resources. Well, now, the judge yesterday said that there's no money that ever goes out with, from Congress without people knowing it. Well, that was a fib, and you didn't give me time to uh, retaliate against his uh, statement because you cut me off. But uh, anyway, John... Uh, uh, there was a uh, a uh, congressman on uh, last night on uh, 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 Ryan Costello was his name, and he said that he admitted that there is a official fund for these people in Congress. We're talking about Republicans and Democrats both, and uh, now they've they've come out with another. Uh, uh, harassment settlement this john con conis uh used taxpayers dollars to settle claims he paid twenty seven thousand dollars out so this is happening despite what judge mccoskey said it was fake news so that's that's all i got to okay uh thank you jim appreciate the call ursula is next hello ursula hi uh, years ago people used to go uh you know when they traveled to europe they hit Italy, and then the question when they came back to women was, did you get pinched? Did you get pinched in your bottom? And if you weren't, well, then you'd missed out because Italy was known that the men there did that. So Yeah, that, uh, that's exactly right. I, I know that, uh, that story, and it's true, and uh, I never heard anybody yell sexual harassment on that, did you? 
No, they were crying. Of, oh, jeeps, you didn't get pinched. Isn't that too bad? Must be ugly or something. Yeah, it's kind of a, a badge of honor to be able to uh, say, oh, yeah, I was walking down the street and these, uh, yeah. these Italians uh, pinched me on the uh, rear end. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, this is going to go on forever and ever and ever because if you were to ask a lot of women, <clears throat> or all the women, and have them raise their hand to say that they had somehow had an experience with an older man as uh, this happened all the time and that was sort of like a power play and oh my goodness there's this little girl this is you know they were in charge and uh, I don't know it you know it's got to stop I'm tired of listening to this stuff do it in private you know we know already okay Uh, what do you mean do it in private well I mean don't I mean the news I mean there's so many terrible things, you know, going on that uh, we have to pay attention to, that, uh, you know, this is, this has happened in another time, I mean, like 30, 40 years ago. I'm sure it still goes on, but, uh, you know, if you're a woman, you can let them know, get your paws off of me before it even gets close to you. So, that's, Okay, well, I appreciate your uh, call, Ursula. Thank you. Take a break here in just a moment, but uh, this is uh, very interesting. This is about uh, Charlie Rose, who got uh, uh, fired by both CBS and uh, PBS. And uh, in 2015, he was talking to the graduates at the Georgetown University. He was their commencement speaker. And here's what he said. This is very short. But just think about what he has done or what he is alleged to have done and what he said. He said this, Think ahead to the end of your life and think about what you would like to be remembered for at the end of your life. It's not honor. It's not prestige. It's character. It is integrity. It is truth. It is doing the right thing. I know it's hard to imagine or think about that when you're 22, but it's easy when you're 73. (laughs) Well, perhaps it is, but I don't uh, believe you were, Charlie was uh, thinking uh, much, much about it, but that was just a couple of years ago when he was the commencement speaker and he had that to uh, to say and uh, much of this uh, stuff that he's been accused of doing uh, was happening about that time or even uh, and since then. All right, 924, a break here, Mr. Bond, coming right back. Listen to a satisfied Belltown customer. I'm Bud Brinkley. During the 15 years or so I've been using Belltown hearing aids, each year they come up with something new in the hearing aid business. My hearing aids are dialed in, so if I get out, like I play a lot of golf, and I get out on a golf course and it's windy, and my hearing aids so that the wind gets cut out and I can hear the person in the cart with me. And then they have a setting on there that's specially used for when I'm on a telephone. Like mine has two speakers, a front speaker and a rear speaker. And if there's somebody behind me talking, I don't want to hear them. I can turn off the rear speakers and the person I'm talking to across the table from me gets my full attention. I don't have to listen to people behind me. 
The friendly service that I receive from my local hearing aid specialist is outstanding. Becky and Lori and Jennifer and Carla, they're all great people. You walk in there just like they know your name, who you are, your likes and dislikes more or less. Visit your local Beltone in Champaign at 816 North Country Fair Drive or call 359-3331. You owe over $10,000 in back taxes. You've called every tax firm out there. They all say the same thing, making promises they never keep, and you're sick of it. What you really need is a new start on your back taxes. If you're faced with garnishments, levies, audits, or years of unfiled tax returns, we'll fight to get you the new start you deserve. Call 1-800-733-0145. Our New Start program will stop collection efforts, remove any liens the IRS has in place, and help you reduce your back taxes by as much as 80%. That's right, 80%. Don't wait until another tax season ends and another year of penalties and interest are added to your balance. If you owe at least $10,000 to the IRS and need a new start on your back taxes, call 1-800-733-0145. That's 1-800-733-0145. Let the professionals at Coast One Financial Group fight to get you the new start you deserve. Again, that's 1-800-733-0145. Get up, get going, because Ashley Home Store's sensational Black Friday event is almost here. This Friday, get up to 50% off or choose 72 months no interest and shop incredible Black Friday deals like a five-piece bedroom for just $3.95, only $5.95 for a sofa and a love seat, or only $1.45 for an entertainment center. And queen mattress sets start at $2.75. Ashley Home Store's Black Friday event happens just once a year, only at your Central Illinois Ashley Home Stores. Now open in East Peoria. Attention Central Illinois new car buyers. If you're searching for the absolute best price on a new Buick or GMC, look no further than Warden Martin Buick GMC. Our entire inventory is priced at the lowest you'll find. And if you do find a price lower than ours, we'll match it. That's the price match guarantee. We'll match any competitor's advertised price on a new Buick or GMC, period. Visit Warden Martin Buick GMC today. We're with you along the way. Warden Martin, we're with you along the way. Restrictions apply to detail. It's Fighting Illini football, senior day at Memorial Stadium Saturday. Kickoff against Northwestern at 3 o'clock. Michael Kaiser has Illini game day starting at 1.30 Saturday. And we have uh, two sports tonight, uh, basketball and volleyball. We'll talk more about that as we go along this morning. They're on at uh, virtually the uh, same time. Too bad, but uh, that's the way it is. Uh, Bob is next. Hello, Bob. Hi. I just, now, I'm not uh, knocking anybody on this question, but I do have a question. Is we have all these shootings, so many people were killed, and uh, I'm going to bring the respective, uh, bring it up like this. Uh, let's start with the illegal prostitute rings that women get pregnant, and there's Full after the baby's full developed, there's abortions out through the whole country, United States, with babies being full developed is abortions. And you know, if that's if the baby's fully developed, if that is a murder, I don't know what you call it. And I just wondered if somebody could come up with a figure in different countries and throughout the United States, how many babies are actually killed. You want to know how many abortions there have been uh, where uh, the baby's been fully developed? The baby's been fully developed in, in, in other countries? Is that what you're asking? In 
another country through the United States. And if that's not murder, Jim, I don't know what you call it. Yeah, even, of, if it's partly, yeah. if, even if they're partly developed. Well, a lot, a lot of people call it murder. That's that's. Uh, I can see how you would feel that way, but I don't know how you how I don't have any idea of how you'd find out what what the uh, the number well, would be yeah, in other yeah. countries. Maybe we could. Well, you know, I just you know, I just uh, somebody came up with a with a number because you know this person killed fifty nine people, this person killed nine people in the church, this this person killed so many people on the highway. Uh, Hey, uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a believer in life, and if people don't like my opinion, you know that's my opinion about the whole thing. But I think when the child is fully developed, and that child is taken out of the mother's womb, I, I'm sorry. To me, that's murder. All right, appreciate it, uh, Bob. Thank you. It is uh, 9:30. A uh, time for the news headlines with uh, Brian Barnhart back with. Uh, Tom Kasich right after that to talk a little bit about the uh, Champaign County Nursing Home and uh, the board meeting last night and maybe a little bit about the turkey trot as well. But uh, Brian has the news headlines. And uh, I was just mentioning, uh, Brian, a busy day in uh, night in mm-hmm. in the sports as we've got uh, two uh, very important uh, uh, athletic events, uh, men's basketball and uh, and volleyball uh, going on at the same time. Yep, basically we're going to start uh, here, you know, with the uh, basketball. I think it's six on both our stations, WDWS and Light Rock, and then going to join volleyball with Dave Lone when they get ready to start. And, of course, the basketball game will still be on Light Rock. So kind of hitting both. So the volleyball, uh, when it uh, starts, will be on AM and right. uh, and. Uh, Basketball only on FM. That's correct. Yep. So okay. if, you're, if you're listening to the basketball on AM and you uh, suddenly hear volleyball, you can stay with volleyball. You can put two radios on. You can do one in each room. You can do whatever, but you'll hear or them you simultaneously. Can, you can even go to the games. Or you can even go to the game <laughs> and listen to one while one's being played or there you go. vice you versa. So. <laughs> All right, news headlines. All right, thank you, Jim, and good morning. Yeah, busy uh, night ahead, uh, weekend ahead here for Thanksgiving. This update brought to you by First Mid-Illinois Bank and Trust, providing financial solutions since 1865. Visit firstmid.com to find out more. Sunny and colder today in 37. The European Union says it counts on the Balkan nations to honor the victims of war crimes committed in the Bosnian War by promoting reconciliation among neighbors. The uh, East European Union said it cannot comment specifically on the judgment today against a former uh, leader there. He was the teen and preteen idol who starred in the 1970s sitcom The Partridge Family. David Cassidy passed away Tuesday at the age of 67. His publicist released a statement saying Cassidy was surrounded by his family. The Champaign County Board has passed a budget that avoids a laundry list of cuts but only guarantees funding for the county nursing home. For six months, the budget does not include around $1.4 million in proposed cuts. And the Danville City Council last night gave Presence Pro Ambulance Service the green light to move into the vacant fire station at 1711 East Main Street. The council approved the needed zoning change there. Back with the markets and the forecast in a moment. At this hour, the Dow is down 30, the NASDAQ down 1, the S&P down 2. This day before Thanksgiving, sunny and colder, a high of 37 today, increasingly cloudy tonight, a low of 27. Looks good for tomorrow for Thanksgiving Day, high of 45, partly cloudy. Fair tomorrow night, a low of 31, 
Windy and milder on Friday and a high 52 with all the shoppers out there. Sunny tomorrow as well, on Friday as well. Right now in Champaign-Urbana, we have some sunshine currently, 25 degrees, 934. Our headlines brought to you by First Mid-Illinois Bank and Trust. Jim returns with more Penny next. We're back on the Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. Tom Kasich has joined me here in the studio for a few minutes. We pulled him away from his work to uh, talk to him a little bit about uh, what happened last night at the uh, Champaign County uh, board meeting. And uh, I want to talk to him a little bit about uh, one of his favorite events is the turkey trot. Absolutely. You've been training for that? No training. I'm just going to walk it. (laughs) No running this time, huh? No, I haven't run for a while because generally now we just have little grandkids with us. and I can't run and carry them at the same time. (laughs) I'll talk to you more about that here in just a minute because there's a... This has uh, really evolved, and there's a lot of uh, things that uh, are now in the uh, turkey trot, uh, raffles and all those kind of things we can talk about. But I want to uh, ask you, uh, what, what was uh, – you, you covered the, in the meeting last night when it was over, and uh, you turned your story in, and you were telling me it was just after 9 o'clock, so it, was, it wasn't a six-hour meeting like the one before. But uh, what was your uh, conclusions after you heard what happened? Uh, well, first of all, I'm, uh, one of the things I'm thankful for is that that meeting didn't go <laughs> till <laughs> till one o'clock like the previous one did. It was done by nine. Uh, here's what's going on with with the with the county board and the nursing home. The the board had to approve a budget um, because the fiscal year starts January one, and and their choice was to cut either one point four million dollars from. Uh, the the budget online, the budget that was before them, or pass a 12-month nursing home budget. So what they did was uh, pass a six-month nursing home budget and avoided all those cuts. Cuts to programs, potential cuts to services, uh, you know, for example, fewer voting places, uh, the, no funding from the county for the Youth Assessment Center, which is a valued uh, program. Uh, So they were really faced with a difficult situation. And they ended up getting, uh, I thought I had pre-written my story that said that it would be 11 to 10. It turned out it was 13 to 8. So not only did three Democrats vote with the Republicans, well, not only did one Democrat vote with the Republicans, but three did. So I think we're, we're possibly seeing a, a little shift there among the Democrats on the board to say that, you know, this is, we can't let this we, go much we longer. we got to sell. We're going to have to sell it. Oh, and if we don't sell it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to close on its own. And they don't want that. Nobody really wants it to close because the county wants to get back some money for that building. So the hope is or the plan is that in December they would uh, go back and issue a RFP for people uh, – or groups, businesses that would be interested in purchasing the nursing home. So are the uh, Democrats who have been so adamant about uh, the fact that the people in their uh, districts, uh, their constituents, uh, didn't vote uh, uh, in the uh, the referendum uh, for uh, closing it? Uh, yeah. Are they, are they sort of uh, coming around now? I think that, you know, they're, they're, they're still willing to give it a few more months, but it's really getting down to the— you know the brass tacks. They've got uh, it. Continues to lose money. The census is is uh, 
up a bit but or flat um you know so the census really has to grow it's only been around it's be bouncing between 130 145 it really needs to be way higher than that you know something around 170 or 180 so uh, the you know the hope and the plan is to increase that census uh vigorously in the next few months but if that doesn't happen then they're going to have to <clears throat> i think they're going to have to sell it you know, if there's a buyer, you know, that's you know, the other thing. Tom, uh, I, I know a lot of people listening. I know that uh, my wife is in an assisted living a place out at the villa, which is uh, at the Springfield and State. It's a very nice uh, place. But as I think back uh, about the uh, Champaign County uh, nursing home, uh, when it uh, first began and when it was uh, thriving, there weren't, the villa was not here. And all these others and, and oh, yeah. virtually every community around here has something that does the, the same kinds of uh, things that they do at the nursing home. Right. They've, they've really Competition, had, in other words. It's competition, and uh, what happens at the nursing home is they get a lot of Medicaid patients mm-hmm. who can't afford to go to places like the Villa or Clark Lindsay or uh, the place up in Gifford. So they get the higher-cost patients, and Medicaid doesn't pay, doesn't reimburse close to what private pay pays the nursing home. So the, they're in a it's just a tough situation for a public nursing home like the Champaign County nursing home. So, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. It's a tough decision. Uh, but you know, I, I can't hardly see that there's any other option. For so, them. so just to, uh, to wrap it up, uh, the decision they have to make in December is what? Is to put it out on the market again, to say, we're going to go out for bids from anybody who's interested in purchasing the nursing home, some private owner. There are private uh, chains out there that, that do operate nursing homes, and the county board is looking for somebody that's willing to put up a lot of money. They're hoping for something like $11 million for it or more, uh, and that would really be great as far as the county's concerned because that would pay off all the old bills, maybe even give the, the county a few a million or so to – spend on other things. And as you uh, mentioned, uh, no one wants it uh, just to uh, go go dark, so oh, no, to speak. Oh, no, that would be the because, worst. Because yeah, then you got a... You got a building that's empty, you get nothing for it, uh, you still have a tax to pay off the bonds. It That would be miserable. That would be the worst of all options. Well, glad you got home early last night. Oh, yeah. I even saw the last five minutes of a hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, turkey trot, I want to spend a couple of minutes on that. You write a story about it today, and the headline is, Turkey Trot Has Evolved Into a Massive Event. And you talk about uh, uh, the uh, the beginning of it, uh, and uh, Robin Hall was uh, the guy that got that started. He said, was it, 15 or 20 people yeah. at, the, at the first one? Yeah. Do you know Robin very oh, well? Oh, yeah, very well. Robin's such a great guy, mm-hmm. and he's such a vivacious person and just just uh he's got a great heart and uh i just i love the turkey trot because of all you know it's free it's open to everybody it's short it's it's uh accessible it's you know there's people of all ages and uh you know you're just there for an hour or so and you get to see everybody you know and it's a great event a little hot chocolate yeah uh, there yeah. yeah there's hot chocolate and people really you know, I got a friend who wears a Green Bay Packers uh, helmet, and you know, just <laughs> it, it's just great. And and Robin started this in 1968. He was just out of out of college, 25 years old, 
and he had this idea to, you know, have people run around on Thanksgiving Day. And the first one had to be postponed because of a rainstorm. They had it uh, three days, two days later, and it's just grown so big. It, you know, started with 25 or 30 people, and now you, you said get— a couple thousand, maybe? You, I'm, I'm almost certain you'll get more than 2,000 tomorrow because the weather's going to be nice, and it's the 50th anniversary, you know? So you can go. Uh, there are some, a handful of uh, serious uh, runners and the rest yeah. of the people uh, kind of trot or they walk or do whatever they want. Or they have their dogs or they push their baby strollers. It's just a great towny event. Now they got some, uh, you say here's a couple of uh, turkey trot related to reminder registration. If you want to, they have a raffle of some kind going? Yeah, they're, they're raffling. They have a uh, $500 travel voucher that somebody's going to win. They've got, I think, 20 turkeys. There's always a lot of prizes. Mm-hmm. If you want to stick around after the the race or the run or the walk or whatever, and they, um, they give away all kinds of stuff. So, so that if you register, doesn't, doesn't for cost that, anything to to nope. enter the raffle. Just get nope. a ticket or something. Just, you just fill out your form. Okay. Be nice to drop a couple bucks in. There's a couple pots there for people to drop money in for scholarship fund for the park district, so that kids can go to summer camp next year or other mm-hmm. things. But that's your only cost. And, and that's I, not a cost. I say that uh, overflow uh, parking is uh, in a special events a lot near the yeah. corner of Broadway and Park. Yeah, so that would be just uh, southeast of Crystal Lake. Okay, so you're so, uh, you're walking. Yeah, we're, we're, the whole family's going to be, well, almost the whole family. There'll be, jeez, uh, 11 of us, I think, you know, from from the age of two to to me. I'm pretty old. <laughs> two to me. Yeah. And uh, there again, anybody that has not been to this, uh, don't be intimidated by uh, some of those people that uh, think no. this is a, a race because it, they get up front. Yeah, and we, I know. Uh, the rest get, of us get out of their and way and yeah, but they, some, they of, some of them even try to lap you. You know, they they yeah. might do it two or three times. Yeah, but then they won't get a ribbon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Tom, uh, that. Uh, the uh, meeting last night, I'm uh, glad you explained it, and uh, we'll uh, keep after that because that's, of all the uh, pressing problems we have in our community, that's one of the big ones. Yep, yep. It's costing a lot of money to the county uh, general fund, and it costs people, uh, you know, in their property taxes, so, it, you know, people should be aware of it. And have a good time tomorrow. Thank you, sir. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And the same, yeah, and uh, the same to you and your family. Sounds like you got quite a crew going. Yeah, it's going to be great. We'll take a break here, Mr. Bond. We'll come right back, and the phone lines are open again uh, right up until 11 o'clock this morning. We've been visiting with uh, Tom Kasich here from the News Gazette. And uh, then at uh, 7 over at uh, Huff, you're going to have to make some decisions tonight. Which uh, of the uh, two events you, uh, well, maybe you can go to both. Go there early to uh, basketball and zip on over to uh, Volleyball, whatever you want to do, but uh, the uh, volleyball team is a uh, ten and eight in the uh, conference. They're nineteen and ten uh, overall. So a victory tonight would, of course, put them at the twenty uh, victory mark for the season, which always looks uh, good. But uh, more than that, it would uh, keep them up in the top seven or so of the women's uh, standings in uh, volleyball. 
and I believe last year they took uh, seven uh, teams. So that's about to where the uh, the cutoff is, and there are several teams uh, right in that area. Uh, Purdue, for one, is eleven and seven. Uh, Wisconsin is ten and eight, uh, same as Illinois. Michigan uh, right uh, behind them at nine and nine, and uh, that's about it. Now Iowa is seven and eleven, and uh, they. Uh, They'll be uh, fighting to hope that uh, they would get a bid, but uh, that looks uh, pretty unlikely. Even if they won their last uh, couple of matches, they would only have nine victories. It would be 9-11. and 11. So I don't know about that. But uh, tonight, Iowa is at Illinois. Ohio State is at Maryland and Nebraska at Northwestern. And uh, then uh, on Friday, uh, Michigan is at Indiana, Northwestern, at Maryland, and uh, one that's uh, pretty important uh, to us, Penn State, is at Wisconsin. Uh, Penn State will likely win that, or I would think they would. Uh, Penn State is 17-1 for the year, tied with Nebraska for uh, first place. So if a Penn State uh, would uh, beat Wisconsin, that would uh, push them uh, down one game and uh, or one match, and... They are, as I mentioned before, tied with Illinois. So, if you haven't been to a volleyball match, it's uh, it's great fun. And this is senior night. They there is only one senior, and uh, she is a fantastic. Uh, Brandy Donnelly was uh, hurt her uh, leg, hurt her knee. I think it was. I'm not sure exactly what the uh, the injury was when she. I was there the night that it happened, and uh, I thought, uh-oh, she's, it's an ACL or she's gone for the season. But it, she missed uh, several matches, six or seven matches, and uh, the team did not do great during that time. We had some others that came in and did a fine job in her place, but there is nobody like Brandy Donnelly. She has uh, won a, an award from uh, the Big Ten Conference the last uh, couple of weeks, and uh, we need her. <laughs> to be a good team, we need her, and uh, she will be honored tonight after the match. We're at the 3569397. The Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 3515357. We have an open line going uh, all the way up until 11 o'clock this morning. Well, uh, Charlie Rose joins a long list of uh, media figures who have lost their jobs because of uh, what uh, some people call workplace behavior, including uh, Fox News uh, CEO Roger Ailes, Fox host Bill O'Reilly, NBC News reporter Mark Halperin, National Public Radio News Chief uh, Michael Oreskes, and uh, the reckoning has come to Entertainment 2, led by all the assault allegations against Hollywood Mogul Harvey Weinstein, uh, Kevin Spacey, etc. CBS News President David Rhodes said, Despite Charlie's important journalistic contribution to our news division, there's absolutely nothing more important in this or any organization than ensuring a safe professional workplace, a supportive environment where people feel they can do their best work, we need to be 
such a place. Rose had no immediate reaction to his firing in a statement late on Monday. He apologized for his actions and said he was deeply embarrassed. Several women have accused uh, Rose of touching them on their uh, this and this and this and this and emerging naked from a shower when they were working at his residence and in one case calling a 21-year-old staffer to tell his fantasies of seeing her swim in the nude. They say he is a sexual predator and I was his victim. PBS didn't uh, technically uh, fire Rose since uh, the 75-year-old newsman owns the company that produces his show. But since 1991, Rose has interviewed leading figures in politics, entertainment, business, the media, and uh, government at a depth not usually seen on the television. His show aired in 94% of the country. PBS said it hasn't yet considered what will replace the show. The service is providing member stations reruns of This Old House and Finding Your Roots to fill the holes in their schedule for this week. And uh, they had an extraordinary broadcast uh, Tuesday on CBS where a co-host Gail King and Nora O'Donnell, who work with Rose, work without a substitute on this show and Charlie took their former colleague to task. Spent the whole show talking about him, and uh, someone off camera said he is toast. And indeed, that turned out to be right. More open line the second hour on DWS in Champaign-Urbana. Good morning. 28 degrees now in downtown Champaign here at DWS. We are at 10.04, our local news headlines here, headed for a high of 37, 28 right now. The Champaign County Board has passed a budget that avoids a laundry list of cuts but only guarantees funding for the county nursing home for six months. The budget passed last night by a vote of 13 to 8. The budget does not include around $1.4 million in proposed cuts, including consolidating polling places, cuts to the Youth Assessment Center, and possible layoffs. And Board members are still leaving the door open to putting the nursing home on the market. Meanwhile, the board signed off last night on Deb Busey returning to the county administrator post on a temporary basis. The president of the Champaign County Association of Realtors says he's surprised that tax reform proposals in Washington include removing the tax incentive to own a home. Max McComb made the comments as the local realty group released home sales numbers for October. McComb says the Champaign County Association of Realtors lobbied Congress heavily to not harm tax incentives as part of home ownership. And McComb says the tax incentives are critical for a strong housing market that creates jobs and builds stable communities. And he says uh, the impact the tax proposals could have on individual homeowners will depend on what tax bracket people are in. McComb also had the numbers from the uh, home sales for the last month in Champaign County. Those numbers were down from the previous month. A St. Joseph man has posted the $1,500 needed to get out of jail in a case where he's accused of driving under the influence of drugs and causing a crash. 20-year-old Clayton Holzinger made his first court appearance yesterday afternoon and was told to be back in court December 28th. State police say that crash occurred around 7.40 a.m. on Monday on I-74 eastbound between Urbana and St. Joseph. And the Danville woman who was killed in an accident early Friday morning has been identified. Vermilion County Coroner Jane McFadden says 31-year-old Myosha Palmore was the victim in the crash around 12.20 on Friday morning. 
the uh, driver there, McFadden, uh, says that Palmore's three-year-old passenger was listed in stable condition, according to the Vermilion County Corner there, Jane McFadden. As far as the uh, forecast today, sunny and colder, a high of increasingly cloudy tonight, a low of 27. Not as cold tomorrow for your Thanksgiving. Partly cloudy and a high of 45. Fair tomorrow night, 31. Friday's high. High will be uh, 52 with sunny skies here in east-central Illinois. Right now, 28 degrees, 10.07. Jim returns. Hour number two A Penny for Your Thoughts is next on News Talk 1400. And we're back on A Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. The uh, phone line's open at uh, 356-9397. The uh, Castle Heating and the Cooling text line is 3515357. So let's get some uh, dialogue going here. I never know uh, what you want to uh, talk about, but I know that uh, a lot of you do want to talk about something. So this is your time. We have uh, a lot of uh, guests, and I think I guess a very important uh, part of the program, and and uh, calls from you, a conversation with you, has always been a big part of it as well. Don't know if you've uh, seen the uh, News Gazette this morning or not or heard uh, our uh, uh, newscast, but the Big Ten Network has agreed to avoid the chief. That is the headline, the retailer's sale of items with the logo ending as well. And uh, I don't know if you know about this or how it happened or so forth, but uh, guess who was involved in all this? It's Professor Stephen Kaufman, that's who. Tell you more about uh, Julie Worth's story and uh, and what happened. Let's go to Tim. Hello, Tim. How's it going, Jim? Uh, I want to bring up a article that was in Sunday's paper about the uh, the ice sheets or the new maybe ice arena. Um, I really would like to see that built south of, uh, I'm still going to call it the Finley Hall, um, because it would be located close to campus. There wouldn't be any um, lease hanging over the head of anybody at the DIA. Uh, but I think that uh, Peter Fox and even any Josh Whitman or the people in town that would consider that are, are missing the boat a little bit. What better... Um, ambassador do we have in this town than Bonnie Blair. Bonnie Blair needs a statue of her own. There's no way they would have put one up by the U of I Serena. Uh, you know, we we're going to have one at Dick Buckus, but we've got an Olympic champion. Champagne Urbana has been known for Olympic athletes and skating, going back to the Timponies and the Prathers from Urbana. Uh, you got Eric calls in all the time, Eric the four-time Olympian. I think that they need to reach out to those people, and they could even fundraise for this. But I really think Division One hockey would be an ex- explode on this campus. That would that would fill out the Big Ten with eight teams. They could have a tournament, and uh, you know you've gone to a lot of the volleyball games. Hockey games are just as rowdy rowdy than the vol- women's volleyball. Plus, it has been a, a a U of I sport on campus, going back to Ray Elliott. And there is a lot of history with that, uh, with the university. But I really would like to see that come back. And I think Illinois would do very well with the Chicago connections they could bring up. But the other thing is we need to really 
bring in our own, meaning the people from Champaign-Urbana that support hockey and the U of I Ice Arena and the speed skating clubs because we've had a lot of events. We still have the land of Lincoln. And uh, if anybody else is listening, maybe they can bring that up. But, but this is a facility that's been needed for a long time, and I would be really like to see it happen. Now, maybe I'll let this anybody else call about it because um well i have a couple things to, uh, i'm glad you called about it tim i have a couple things i i would like to say as well first of all sure. i agree with you on the if indeed this does happen someday but it, it belongs uh on the campus it uh, you know to have it as part of a, a downtown uh, convention uh, place uh, like the other developer has in mind uh, i don't think it would be the right thing to do and the one of the uh, other problems that they have is uh, that adding a sport is means they have to add a women's sport. And I don't well, I got, know. I, got, I, I don't know. Uh, what do you think they should add? They could add field hockey. Northwestern has field hockey. All you need is a stick and a ball and a pair of shorts. And they can, <laughs> they can, they can, they yeah, can I saw some. Uh, I saw some field hockey on television the other day. They've, That's, are, they've already got the field for it. And it wouldn't cost that much. Women's field hockey would take care of that, and it wouldn't cost very much. Right there, you could have your have your uh, half scholarships for two athletes. Half scholarships for two athletes. What do you mean? Well, you know, they don't give them a full ride. Well, right, I, right. I, I don't think the women have a full ride, so you'd have a full ride for two athletes. Mm-hmm. I get you. But the women's field hockey would take care of that. That'd take care of the Title IX problem right there. I mean, uh, what, what do they need for field hockey? You said they have a field for what? What field are you talking well, about? They could play. They could play where the uh, soccer team's at, you know, they, uh, or the the fields that are uh, east of, uh, I mean, west of Memorial Stadium. The new fields they have set up there it wouldn't wouldn't take that much to uh, put those out there, or you know, where they have have the women's soccer. Is uh, is field hockey uh, played on uh, grass, or does it have to be yeah. artificial turf? I think it's both. It's it's uh, field turf now. I, I I imagine they'd like it on grass, but I'm sure a lot of it's not. I I'm not that familiar with it, but I know there's not much mm-hmm. much to the uh, equipment and the uh, you know I mean the, the uniforms. Nike would provide those. <laughs> I mean, you know what what do they need? <laughs> uh, I, well, there's travel and all those kind of things, but that, know, that, 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 that's uh, that's minimal. I, I I agree with you on that. Thank you, Tim. Well, all right, thanks. Yeah. All right, thanks. thank you. The idea of having uh, Bonnie Blair involved in it in uh, some way was uh, Eric Hendrickson and uh, and others would be uh, be great. I don't know if, where that is on the uh, the drawing board. I mean, it's on the drawing board, but. Uh, what position it has or what the feasibility of that, uh, I don't know. Don't you think it would be better to have it on the campus rather than downtown? That's, you know, that's the south campus, that's for sure. used to be known as the barns or the farm, but uh, that seems to me to be the right place. Anyway, the uh, the Big Ten Network has agreed to avoid images of a Chief Alinewek logo during its Alina broadcast following a complaint about its coverage of the November 11th football game. 
The Big Ten Conference and BTN have also asked their merchandise partner, that is a Fantastics, or Fanatics, I should say, Fanatics, to no longer sell items featuring the chief logo, which the U of I stopped using in 2007 under pressure from the NCAA. The decisions were outlined in a November 14th email from the Big Ten Deputy Commissioner uh, to Stephen Kaufman, an emeritus professor. Here's the, here's the conference writing to Stephen Kaufman at the U of I and a longtime chief opponent. Kaufman and the Illinois student body president, Raneem, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say his last name, Shamseldon, had written the day before to all 14 Big Ten University presidents and chancellors who make up the conference's Council of Presidents. The letter complained that the Big Ten Network broadcast uh, included images of a flag depicting the former logo of the University of Illinois mascot, Chief Alinawick. As you are undoubtedly aware, they wrote, the NCAA banned the use of such Native American imagery by its member institutions because such depictions promote a hostile and abusive racial climate. The failure of the Big Ten Conference to comply with that NCAA policy undermines the NCAA's goal of promoting a non-discriminatory environment in intercollegiate athletics that is welcoming to all. The email included an image taken from the Veterans Day broadcast of an American flag flying above a flag with a chief logo, presumably from a tailgate area. This was somebody out in Grange Grove or someplace. The letter also complained that the Big Ten sold merchandise with the Chief logo on its website with a link to an online Big Ten Network fan shop featuring Chief T-shirts and other items. We urge you to take immediate action to end these practices by the Big Ten Conference. Moreover, we request you inquire where the Chief Alignment flag broadcast by the Big Ten Network was flown and instruct those responsible to cease that display. Now, if you're talking about asking somebody out in that is out tailgating and has a, a chief uh, flag of some kind, if you're asking asking them to uh, cease that display, you're good luck with that. Anyway, we got... Uh, we got uh, Stephen Kaufman and uh, the head of the uh, student body president uh, writing letters to all 14 Big Ten university presidents and chancellors. And uh, then we got the Big Ten writing back to him and, and uh, so on. Never stops. Here's a, this evidently was a little flag out in the tailgate area wasn't something the university was flying. We'll take a break here, Mr. Bond. We're coming right back. A caller's hold on. And back to the phones we go for uh, Rick. Hello, Rick. 
Hi, Jim. Uh, you're sure going to be missed. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'll miss it myself. Well, thank you. We've enjoyed visiting with you uh, through the years. Um, I'm sure that uh, this uh, 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 Kaufman is a very nice man, and uh, uh, but I do uh, remember meeting him briefly at the um, uh, hearing that Tim Johnson put on about the chief, and I think I was uh, mid-sentence uh, giving my viewpoint to him. He, of course, gave me his viewpoint, anti-chief, and I was mid-sentence in giving a pro-chief uh, viewpoint to him, and he just turned and, and walked off. So I thought, well, uh, you know, apparently he doesn't want to hear the other side of the story. But um, it just amazes me how he and one other person, like hearing from two people, can, I would guess, tie the Big Ten network up in knots. I mean, it just seems so unreal. And uh, as you say, this, as far as, as he thinks about it, this is, is never going to be solved. He just wants to blot out every Native American. Uh, symbol that uh, he can. It's, it's just if, I, if I read this uh, story right, he's complaining about uh, television picking up uh, a uh, on a Big Ten Network game, picking up a flag that had the uh, Chiefs uh, picture on it, and uh, it was in a tailgating area. Right. And I think I read that right. Well, what? What first of all, what business is it of his? And uh, secondly, uh, I'd like to see some. I'd like to see uh, Stephen Kaufman go to that area and uh, try to take that down and see what happens. Well, uh, I I called in years ago. I I was uh, going through a grocery line at Strawberry Fields, and I recognized Mr. Kaufman as he went through the the checkout lane, and uh, he didn't know it. He didn't see her, but. Uh, right behind him was a lady with a big chief uh, 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 sweatshirt on. And <laughs> if I so, saw uh, if I saw him, I, that's what I would do: is go find a chief sweatshirt or a flag or both, or maybe a chief hat also, and some chief pants and some chief shoes, and you know. Well, well, you know, it's just a shame that one person like that can 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 cause such an uproar and uh, tie so many people and organizations up in knots. Well, but. they're never they're never uh, satisfied. The the, no. chief, the chief is gone. The war chant is gone. Uh, who knows what is uh, gone next? Yeah. And uh, both uh, the chancellor and Barry Hauser said the three and one is uh, safe, that it's uh, not going to happen, but don't be too sure. Right. I mean, uh, these people, they're just trying to wipe out every uh, reference that they, that they possibly can. Well, hey. uh, yeah, as as you say, we don't know what the future of the three and one is going to be, but I I hope it's not next thing to go. Well, Barry Hauser uh, will go uh, with it. He told me. Yeah. Well, he well, said that if he, he said if they they try to. Uh, to get rid of the uh, three and one, they're getting rid of the uh, director of the marching line as well. Well, I, I I'm very proud that that's nice of him to uh, to uh, stand up for it. Uh, two two people I always was grateful for their going to bat for the chief was Tim Johnson and Chapin Rose. I remember when, like I said, Tim Johnson had the hearing and 
and Chapin Rose gave such a wonderful pro chief talk, and uh, I, you know, said to him afterwards, I I thanked him and said that was a wonderful talk. So, but uh, they've sure done all they can through the and and uh, of course Roger. Um, um, Roger Huddleston. Yeah, my dear friend for so many years. I used to do his ads on Channel 3. Just such a classy gentleman to uh, work with and work for. And, uh, uh, you know, well, there's, he, a, there's he, a whole bunch of people that uh, have uh, continued the, uh, the, the quest uh, to make sure that uh, the chief is not forgotten. That's the honor of the chief yeah. society. And uh, they meet on a regular basis, on a monthly basis. I, I get their uh, newsletter. They're, they're always trying to do real positive things and and uh they've uh they've done some uh, some great things uh too uh, you know the people like Kaufman won't even leave them alone no. hey appreciate the call rick i'm gonna break here at uh, 10 30 for the news headlines with uh, brian barnhart and uh, come back uh, after that with more open line until 11 All right, thank you, Jim. And this uh, morning's update this hour brought to you by F.E. Moran Security Solutions, protecting what matters most to you. The U.S. Navy says eight people who were recovered from the crash of a transport aircraft in the Pacific are in good condition, and the search continues for three other missing personnel. The Navy says in a tweet the eight are on board USS Ronald Reagan aircraft carrier. A Zimbabwe ruling party official says incoming leader Emerson Mangaga has returned to that country. The chief whip there confirms that Mangaga is in the capital and will meet Politburo members at party headquarters for a briefing. President's Pro Ambulance Service has received approval to move into a vacant fire station in Danville. The Danville City Council last night signed off on allowing the ambulance service to move into the station at 1711 East Main. The council approved the needed zoning change. That allows Presence Pro to lease Station 4. And the next police chief in the Champaign County village of Thomasboro says he retired too soon, and that's primarily what drove Robert Ray to seek the appointment, which was approved by the village board last night, 6-0. to zero. He replaced the retiring Keith Willis. We'll come back with our forecast after this. As far as the forecast here today from News Gazette media meteorologist Greg Solier this afternoon, sunny and colder, a high of 37. Increasingly cloudy tonight, a low of 27. And for your Thanksgiving day tomorrow, not as cold, partly cloudy and a high of 45. The Dow down 48, NASDAQ down 1, S&P is down 2. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. I'll talk to you tonight from the State Farm Center for Illini men's basketball. And we'll see you then, 1033, 31 degrees. Jim returns with more Penny next. We're back on uh, Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. This is an open line until 11. And we go to Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi, Jim. Um, I'm so glad that that caller from yesterday called back again today about the congressional fund to pay off the, you know, people who were complaining about abuse. And, um, you know, I, don't, I think we had several calls yesterday on that topic, and um, one of the panelists did dismiss the one person elaborated exactly what the process is that people have to go through to even begin to file a grievance in the congressional process. Um, and they said it was like 30 days of counseling and then um, several days of mediation, and that's before they can even file a grievance. Um, and then one of the panelists said, oh, that's not true. 
But last night on 5.30, NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt, it was right on the news. They had graphics showing each step in the process that someone would have to go through. And I was kind of surprised because somebody on your show yesterday said, oh, no, no, they don't have to. That's, that part isn't true. Well, that was, know, only a, that was only a judge. Why do they know anything? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, a lot of the congressmen don't, aren't even aware that this is happening. You know, Jim Jordan's been on TV saying, and they, he was asked, did you know this was even a thing? Did you know this even existed? He said, no, I didn't know. You know, and plenty of them aren't even aware of it. So I, I didn't know, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, I, But, yeah, that is true. It's actually have to wait a significant length of time and go through several steps in a process, including counseling and mediation, before they can even file a grievance. So that was kind of surprising, too. So that's not the normal process, but that's how it is. Okay, well, thank you, Karen. I'm glad sure. you called. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're at uh, 356-9397. Uh, you can uh, text us at uh, 351-5357. If you have something on uh, your mind today, just uh, let me know. And we go to uh, Eric. Hello, Eric. Morning, Jim. Happy Thanksgiving. Hmm, same to you, sir. Well, so we want to talk about skating rinks. Well, I grew up in the shadow of the U of I rink, so, and it's gone through a lot of changes. I had one renovation, really, and it played with the ice service, shrinking it ever more every time they, they redo the, the piping and refrigeration there. When, the, when what was the Athletic Association gave up the rink to the Division of Campus Recreation, it kind of put... You know, a slow, it was a death knell for CU youth hockey, for figure skating programs, uh, and, of course, my sport, speed skating. And we just, we weren't able to block, to block the time. I mean, they've got all types of different student acts. Not, you know, just weird. Was just, the rink's not accessible to the public as it was back in the day. I mean, there wasn't a kid in town that didn't have a pair of skates and was out there. I, mean, I think a lot of that was forget the competitive aspect, but it, was, it just kept people active during the winter and out of trouble. And um, I'd like to see them build a rink that included an outdoor 400-meter track, not indoor, but on the model of the Pettit Center in Milwaukee or the one that has the largest sheet of ice, but it's outdoors. Uh, it also includes two hockey rinks, and that's the, the facility of John Rose Oval and uh, Ice Skating Center in, in uh, suburban St. Paul. It's another good one. That's out there. Um, you know what? I don't know how much it costs now. I know what these things cost dollars, but uh, eighty dollars to have a new weightlifting facility or whatever they're doing over there for football. I mean, it seems like a piece of that. You could have a pretty nice facility that a whole lot of people could use. And I guess that's my position. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, Eric. Appreciate hearing from you. Thank you. Uh, Randy is next. Hello, Randy. Good morning, Jim. How you doing? I am good. What's going on, Randy? Hey, just a little inside information that I would like to pass along about the chief. Okay. And, uh, I hope uh, Kaufman is listening. Uh, <laughs> chief will return to the University of Illinois, and Mr. Kaufman can write letters to anybody he wants to until his fingers fall off. But uh, I just want to let him know that uh, from my inside information, he will return. Thank you. 
Well, I wish he would have elaborated before he hung up because I have not heard that the chief is going to be returning. Uh, Katie is next. Hi, Katie. Hi, Jim. It's nice to it's nice to hear this voice again. Well, nice to hear your voice again. It's been a long time since I've seen your face. What's going on? What's on your mind today? Well, I'd love to have the chief back just as much as anybody, but I'd like to see football team do much better than winning two games this year. <laughs> well, that would help, wouldn't it? That's uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the the students that uh, are uh, one of the things they say is the students need something to uh, rally around. Well, what yes, you rally do. around is a winning team. Uh, <laughs> whether you have a mascot or you don't have a mascot, uh, the you think the people up at uh, Wisconsin would be rallying around Bucky Badger if they weren't winning uh, every game they played? No, they wouldn't. No, but I think we're going to have to give Lovey a couple more years. So that, yes, uh, I, I believe that, shot. too. He started from ground zero. He really and did. He and quite uh, a few seniors. He, so he, we're going to... Well, there are like nine seniors, I believe. Seven, eight, this nine, is what something they call like that. the true young team. <laughs> well, there's nobody in the country that played the number of freshmen that we played. That's that's for sure. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate uh, your call. It's uh, 1043, a break. Mr. Bond, we're coming right back. Phone line's open. A couple of uh, texts came in, uh, 35 years from now, there will be some Native American group trying to get Native American recognition back because there will be nothing left to represent their race. And another, Jim, why wouldn't the News Gazette have a poll for those that agree with Stephen Kaufman and those that don't agree with Stephen Kaufman? I think the results would be very revealing. Let's go back to the phones. This is uh, another Eric. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Jim. Uh, seems like the Republicans are going down the same path they did when George Bush Jr. was president. And, uh, you know, we had the Great Recession at the end of his term. Uh, now, this trickle-down theory, yeah, they can take that money possibly and expand their business. But I think the CEO can also will also realize, hey, if I uh, buy back the stock, that'll increase the price, that'll increase my money, or he can uh, uh, give give out the money in dividends, which will increase his stock price. I mean, his wealth, and uh, hell, then it's uh, it won't increase jobs at all on those two counts. Uh, also, they want to eliminate the Dodd-Frank bill, which required the banks to hold more, more uh, uh, money in reserve in case of an economic downturn. If they eliminate that, they didn't have that before, so the uh, CEOs were tempted to trade wildly, and then when they got in trouble, then that's when we hit the wall. So... You know, stock buybacks or a trickle down that will only convert the money to buy back the stocks or pay the uh, stockholders. 
it it doesn't add up. So that's my comment. All right, uh, thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. I had a little bad line there. I had a difficult hearing uh, everything that he had to say, but uh, appreciate the, his call nonetheless. Speaking of uh, money, Busey is banking on youth with their initiative. It's called Money Smart Youth. Money Smart Youth prepares today's youth for tomorrow's financial responsibility. Children learn the importance of money, how it's used, earned, saved, and taxed. The fun, uh, animated program is great for children from 5 to 10 years old. 5 to 10. Video lessons include understanding money, that's ages 5 to 6, priorities, ages 6 to 7, smart ways to spend, donate, and invest, ages 8 to 9, and taxes and credit, ages 9 to 10. Utilize Money Smart Youth online, free of charge, and on your schedule by visiting Busey.com. Busey believes in the power of financial literacy and educating children at an early age. Research reveals that young people determine their attitude about handling money by the time they finish the fifth grade. A survey of parents by Networks Financial Institute found only 57% of homes have talked about saving or spending. Fewer than 40% have discussed credit cards, loans, debt, and their own finances. And even less have talked about investing with their children. Busey provides financial education tools and resources for children and adults alike. Visit Busey.com and look under Resources. Find online calculators, planning checklists, budget worksheets, and so much more. Or let one of their knowledgeable associates answer your financial questions. Partner with an advocate for education in our community, Busey. Invest in your child's future with Busey and their Money Smart Youth Initiative. Visit Busey.com or stop by one of their convenient locations today for solutions to your personal business and wealth management needs. And we go back to the phones for Lou. Hello, Lou. Hey, Jim. This is Illini Lou. Um, I just want to call, you know, it's Stephen Kaufman's the one that keeps stirring all this stuff up. And if I had a flag with the chief logo on it, I would proudly fly it at my home, at a tailgate park, any place else. And I'd like to see him come and take it down, wouldn't you? I would, too. Now, I'm just getting a little upset with his almighty do-gooder business. Yeah, I guess that's and, what uh, you do when you become a professor emeritus. I guess you're looking for uh, something to uh, occupy your time. Yeah, and you got to get your name in the paper. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so I say, I'm just getting a little tired of all his goings-on. But he's not going to shut up, so... Uh, hey, hang in there, Lou. I'm trying. Okay, right. Jim. All right. Have Thank you. Day. Bye-bye. A break here. This is our last break, I believe. Right, Mr. Bond? We'll come back. We'll have uh, several more minutes to uh, take uh, more of your calls. And uh, back to the phones we go for Val. Hello, Val. Hey, 
Jim, I just want to thank you for your many years of service. It's been such a pleasure talking to you, and and you've really done a great job. I really appreciate that, and good luck to you in the future. Well, thank you. And let, let me get my chief in here. I tell you what, I will never quit wearing the chief, but I will never buy anything other than the chief. So I, I think we should, instead of sitting back and just taking all this stuff, uh, we flood the basketball game with chief stuff. Everybody has a chief shirt or chief emblem wear it. Football game. Everybody in the, in the stands wear the chief emblem. I just love that. I'd love to see that. So, I would love to see that myself. That would be great, wouldn't it? It will never take the chief away as far as I'm good. He's a symbol, not a mascot. And we ought to take, we ought to take uh, Kaufman away. That's what we ought to take away. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck to you, Jim. Hey, well, uh, thank you. I uh, appreciate your call, and uh, I agree with you on the chief. Wouldn't that be fun if everybody at the State Farm Center had a had a chief we uh, need shirt to do on? Something we we sat back and do nothing, and we let them keep taking away, taking away, and we just kind of take it, uh, get a little. Uh, it's just kind of kind of what It's kind of hard to know what you can do, you know. About fifty thousand emails to the chancellor saying, "Hey, <laughs> oh well." Hey, thank you. Appreciate happy, it, Val. Happy. happy. President Trump uh, has said that uh, he tweeted this uh, today that the NFL is considering keeping the teams inside the locker rooms during the national anthem next year over the fallout from the players' protests this year. The NFL is now thinking about a new idea, keeping teams in the locker room during the national anthem next season, Trump tweeted. That's almost as bad as kneeling. When will the highly paid commissioner finally get tough and smart? The issue is killing your league. Trump was likely referring to the Washington Post report Tuesday that said owners are mulling an off-season change in the league's anthem policy. Several sources told the paper that keeping players inside the locker room is on the table. Trump has been critical of players who have taken a knee the entire season as suggested that the owners should fire any players who kneel during the national anthem. Trump was most recently targeted uh, Oakland Raiders running back Marshawn Lynch for sitting uh, down uh, in a a game in uh, Mexico and for the our national anthem and standing up for the uh, Mexican anthem. Let's go to Carl. Hello, Carl. Hi, Jim. This is a very sad day for me. Uh, I knew it was coming a long time ago, but uh, just wanted to put in my two cents worth to uh, thank Jim Turpin for finally making a decision to retire again. And uh, you're not retiring again, but you're going to live life in another location. I know you're going to wake up in the morning with a smile on your face and thank somebody that you're still alive and uh, you'll have more time now to take care of yourself and to volunteer even more like a lot of other folks do. So uh, I think we need to have a moment of silence and not be uh, signing off song, but just uh, ask why well. All right, Carl. Uh, thank you. Appreciate uh, your thank kind you. words. 
Well, as I uh, mentioned at the uh, top of the uh, show, there will be uh, no penny tomorrow. And as uh, we've done uh, traditionally, there will be uh, no regular uh, programming uh, during uh, this uh, time period on Friday either. And, of course, we're off on the the weekend, so the next time that uh, we'll talk will be next uh, Monday, and that will be with uh, Lauren Tate as we do our Monday morning uh, quarterbacking. So we'll have a look at... What happened over the weekend, and a lot of things are happening. By then, we'll know about the volleyball team, for example, whether they'll be in the tournament or not. I believe that's a a decision to be made on Sunday night. Talk to you then on Monday on DWS. Have a nice Thanksgiving.